God, that was so just satisfying to hear the entire stadium doing that. And I, I know you said you didn't hear you didn't did you not hear it live? No, I I could hear it, but the, I was watching Masson, so I, I I I they weren't acknowledging it. No, they didn't acknowledge it, but it happened twice, and there was a, a good choir of boos at some point. So it sounded like they shut that whole thing down in the stadium at some juncture. But what, what's uh what's your take on old, old Kevin Brown? Where's this uh? How does okay one as an Orioles fan? How does that make you feel? And two, just in general, as somebody who watches media, how does that make you feel? We we were. We were trending in the right direction. Obviously, the national spotlight is going to play a little bit of catch-up on the Baltimore Orioles. And, hey, look, rightfully so. They, they've, they've been bad for five or six years now and dreadfully bad there for a short period. I mean, historically bad, what, in 2019? Mm-hmm. And the COVID year is one thing or another. Um, but then, obviously, you're going to get to a point where you have – Baseball diehards who recognize it, and then casual fans who are starting to recognize it, and then as we're getting closer to the playoffs, people are starting to look at the you know the standings and start like let me see the wild card race. Wait a minute, oh shit, Baltimore was the best team in the American League. They they might overtake the best record in baseball here if they, if it keeps going. It depends upon how Atlanta plays, and then we make this bat national spotlight because an announcer who looks like he's going on fifteen fucking years old states the facts. God damn you, son of a bitch! Why are you gonna do it? I know, I know. And then we had the we have the defending champions come to town, mm-hmm. and that's the storyline. And then we then we and then everybody's paying attention to this story. Oh, maybe we should tune in the Orioles game. I didn't know they were so good this year. And then ninth inning. Oh, best closer in baseball. Oh, goodbye lead. Goodbye everything. Hello, mm-hmm. hello Baltimore. This is how right. we felt. Everybody everybody in the national media got to witness the heartache of being a Baltimore Orioles fan, all encapsulated in one day. All the highs brought forth through all the lows. Alan, um, if yeah. you were Kevin Brown and you get on the air tomorrow, what what do you do? How do you handle it? Right? I'm, I'm such a, like, me? I'm a dickhead. I'd probably say some crazy shit and then fucking walk off, like, mid-game. Ooh. Like front, Ooh, like well, for like second inning. <laughs> he's, a, he's a pro, though. You know he's not. Yeah, do he won't now. do that. I mean, he's a professional. Like yeah, um, but do you? Th- I think he's really good. This is why I got so high hang on. Tight, so- hang tight, real quick. <clears throat> yeah. For those of you who aren't local to the Baltimore area and aren't baseball fans, a play-by-play or regular play-by-play announcer. He's not. He doesn't do every single game, but most of the games. Name's Kevin Brown, young guy. I think he's like 38, 39. No, he's thirty-three. Uh, 33. Well, shit. Okay. He, he, first of all, he's a great play by play guy. He's grown on me. Um, Got suspended for, you would have to go back and watch it and you would be, you'd be like, wait a minute. This is a joke, right? He got suspended for that. I'm not, maybe I maybe I missed something. Let me go back and play it again. Huh. Let me go back and play it again. So I just wanted to set the table for anyone who's not, you know, centric Baltimore Orioles fans. Go ahead. The number one comment underneath, the justification for his 
indefinite suspension was like, no, nope, don't believe it. There's got to be more to the story than this. True. And let us tell you, as Baltimore Orioles fans who have dealt with fucking shitty ownership for our entire lives, this is how it's been. This is how petty this family that owns this beloved team of ours is. So, yes, reading statistics that, quote-unquote, make your team look bad when they were is exactly what would get you indefinitely suspended if you are a Baltimore Orioles employee of any kind. Fuck. Right? Yeah, I <laughs> right? just... I, I don't really have words. I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like quietly stewed on it and let it go by because I was like, look, let's just focus on the baseball because I don't want to get sucked into fucking the Angelos family fucking black hole of motherfuckers. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I think I went off on a little bit of a tirade a week or two ago and where I was singing this guy's praises about how he was making Jim Palmer uncomfortable for talking about fever pitch for an entire inning and a half and continuously, <laughs> which is what was when I decided, like, I like this guy. He even wrapped up an inning by, like, quoting a Bruce Springsteen song. I'm like, this dude's going, this guy's, like, playing a game with your mind, and if you're paying attention, you're laughing along with him. And if you're not, he's just a good announcer. Mm-hmm. But he's got the voice. He's got the banter. He, nothing throws him off. He throws in a witty joke or two here and there. But I guess the reason I wanted to talk about this is, like, from a national spotlight, watching, like, you know, these older, more veteran announcers stick up for him over the last couple of days, I almost feel like he's slightly bulletproof, at least for the rest of this season. Like, as long as he doesn't say anything, like, wildly derogatory, that he kind of has carte blanche to go off the rails because they wouldn't dare, with a playoff push coming, they wouldn't dare fire him out right now. I feel like he could come on and maybe do the Pee Wee Herman thing, like, like, hey, guys, heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> Welcome into Orioles baseball. Something along those lines he could get away with for the rest of the season. I don't know, man. I think you underestimate the Angelos family. Yeah, yeah, but don't yeah. they then? But 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 then, wouldn't it come back to haunt them when this kid gets a like a, an amazing deal to yeah. be like a like for twenty year contract Definitely. for a, another team somewhere in the well, in Major the, League Baseball? It happened with John Miller. Yeah. John Miller was the the, the <clears throat> you know. Uh, Angelos didn't, first of all, the quote was, he doesn't bleed enough orange and black, but mm. it, secretly he was pissed off because Miller did radio play-by-play and then was away for every weekend doing Sunday night baseball. And that used to chap his ass. And then he said a lot of other things about like, you know, I, you got you, you don't have to be a homer, but you know, you, you, <clears throat> the way he talks about the team when they're down, I just, I just don't like it. And there was another, Mel Proctor and John Lowenstein of the HTS crew. He called Lowenstein a wise ass and then fired him and Proctor left on his own was like, well, I'm not, the writing's on the wall. I got to get the fuck out of here before this ass hat fires me. Um, now, Gary Thorne, who was it, I think like 07 to 2018, like up, right up, up until COVID, uh, was then let go for und, und, uh, undisclosed reasons. Flanagan, who <clears throat> was a, uh, uh, an analyst, then went and he, he and a guy named Sid Thrift were the co-GMs. Okay, then that's that's how fucking dysfunctional the Orioles were at one point. There was two general managers. Uh, they shit can Flanagan. And he went back into the booth and said he never felt comfortable. Now, I don't want listen, <clears throat> this is mutually exclusive. I'm not talking about Mike Flanagan's 
you know, what happened to that guy. I'm talking about just the fact that the, 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 the Angelos family was kind of like, this fucking clown. Failed GM, failed analyst, failed at everything. <laughs> Good pitcher, can't do shit in the booth. You know, they're assholes. <laughs> yeah. They're assholes. I just, I don't know. I hope that this is, um, I don't know. Hopefully this, imagine this too, like an obscure announcer from Baltimore, you know, five years with the company, doesn't have any national recognition, is now probably the most well-known broadcaster in baseball who hasn't called a game in two weeks. I mean, you know, they just raised this kid's stock a thousand percent. And so now it's either, I mean, I think this is the last year on his contract too. So either you pay him a bunch of money so you don't look like an asset clown that you are. Is he really 4'9", by the way, John Angelos? Is he really 4'9", or is somebody clowning his Wikipedia page? I really, really think that that was trolling. That's amazing. (laughs) That'd be hilarious, though. Because after after you pointed that out to me, I saw a whole bunch of Lord Farquaad fucking, like, (laughs) attachments to his name. Lord Farquaad himself, John Angelos. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's amazing because we can all, at least even as diehard Orioles fans, we can all at least, like, agree with everybody talking that version of shit on the team. Like, they're not talking shit on the play or the players, but they're talking shit on the ownership, which we hate, too. Dude, is what is up with our region? We finally got rid of the fucking the commanders, uh, you know, ownership. How do we get rid of this one? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm convinced Peter is like. <clears throat> and by the way, the, the old man, uh, John Angelos, is the acting CEO, acting president, team president. Uh, the old man is still the majority owner. The young, the the, the eldest son is going to obtain that through 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 the will in due time the old man's 94 by the way hasn't made a public appearance in better part of a decade i'm convinced he's like uh richard nixon in futurama (laughs) heads cut off it's in a fucking jar it's in some sort of liquid that you know pumps oxygen and he can talk and just spell and he's gonna be like that for another hundred years i I think of him like the guy in seven you know that he kept alive like barely and then and then when like team meetings come up it's just like John's behind the scenes with like string, just like I want to fire Kevin Brown because he said bad things about the team. <laughs> they still got Clint, Tom Clancy's body laying around, right? He just dumps yeah. him out. He was a minor, minority owner, I think. Him. It was Mary Jo Fernandez. Was a my my no wait hold on Pam Shriver. Sorry, she was. Mm. I think she sold it. She owned like a small percentage of the O's. Ugh. Just Alan, you. I, I think I, I don't know if I spelled this out in the chat, but I talked about how the John, the eldest son who pull, who made this decision, he seemed like he was trending in the right direction, like the team was. He hires Elias and says, "I'm hands off. The team's yours." Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the buck stops with me, but I'm not going to like hamstring you to to where you can't do your job, you know, at a capable level. I'm not, you know, it doesn't mean it's a blank check. Obviously we need, we'll need to talk Turkey when Turkey needs to be talked, but the team's yours. And for the most part, that's been the case, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it, dude, it's like the only thing that he could have done to like, <laughs> to get, so you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I try to think of like the perfect example, but it's like that, like, like that toddler that needs attention and you've successfully kind of like blocked it all out. You're like, oh, yep, they're railroaded, your son. But they figure out a way. You know what I mean? They <laughs> microwave something. They microwave a metal bowl. You know what I mean? It's just something. Some, they figure out a way. And like, yeah, he was like, you know what? Can't 
can't sell somebody. He doesn't want me to sell. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to fucking suspend the broadcaster for saying facts. 100% yeah. statistical truths. <laughs> like, And that's a, that, that's a thing. You're probably right. He probably sat there and got to his boiling point because he couldn't do something about things that he wanted to do. Right. And then he was like, the first the first thing that son of a bitch says that pisses me off, I'm going to shit can him. And it took until, let's see, late July for him to be like, yup, there it is. There it is. Found it. He yeah. said we haven't been playing well in Tampa for the last three fucking years. Yeah. That, that, what do they want? Do they want to get a North Korean broadcast up there? Dude, like, oh, we've you. been 270 and 0 for the last decade in Tampa, undefeated. I'm <laughs> telling you, he wanted to, he wanted to send like fucking, like, Bautista and Rushman and fucking Henderson and fucking Jackson to the Mets for Verlander and fucking <laughs> and Elias was like get the fuck out of here and he was like well firing Kevin Brown this is what's happening this is the only this is the only thing I could do yeah. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean like that's how I imagine it went like he was like go get Verlander for everything and he was like absolutely not no <laughs> and fucking boom there we go controversy here's a, here's on national a- television. Here's a tidbit. Okay, so I'm tr- ah God, who who was the GM before Elias? Why am I blanking on this? I should know it. It's gonna come to me in a minute. Uh, I don't know. Any rate, block this uh, thing out. Yeah, t- t- some somewhere around the 2017 mark. Somewhere around that 2016. It couldn't have been 2016 because anyway, Duquette. rumor. Ha- what Duquette? Yeah, uh, and this is from I have. Some I know a guy uh, who who is a stone's throw away from from GM and ownership of of, of the Baltimore Royals. Okay, uh, and if you get him drunk enough, he'll 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 spill the beans in a few things. This one was one of the most outlandish things I ever heard. He said the the Astros wanted to trade a young Bregman for Britain straight up, and Duquette was like, "Yep," and old Pete was like, "No, Mm-mm. not doing that." And I, I was like, "Wait a minute." Run that back by me one more time. I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. He and you know this is around the time Machado would have moved to short. God knows what could have become. I what could have happened. I don't know. It, 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 it's you know hindsight's twenty twenty. But knowing that old Pete at the time who was what eighty eight. 87 was still like mm, no. 87 yeah i know <laughs> this is right around he he had the glass vase with water next to him he was ready to make the plunge you know detach the head throw it in there kind of a mars attack style yeah well i i often wondered why adam jones like was kept at like arm's length all this time until just very recently until like mo gabaday was finally adam jones gets to come back to camden yards mm-hmm. and i'm just like jesus christ like now it all makes sense. It's kind of like the end of Usual Suspects. Like, oh, it all comes back to this. There's some dumb shit going on behind the scenes, some petty bullshit. Adam Jones probably had something negative to say when they wouldn't, like, ex- I will play for one year and help develop these guys. I just want to stay in Baltimore for one year. I'll play at the league minimum. And it's like, no, nope, you gotta go. It's like, no, what? fuck you, John. Well, you're never an Oriole again. Good luck in Japan. We've just sold all your rights. Like, <laughs> Fuck. We traded you for uh, a guy similar to Major League Two. <laughs> the Giants. Not those Giants. Tanaka? Different Giants. 
Yeah, Tanaka. You yeah, have no. That would be great. We needed. We guess we do kind of have a Tanaka in the. In the uh, Tanaka, we got ourselves reliever who who throws hundred and two, but boy, God. is he erratic. Oh, yeah, but I mean, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. That's right, man. Don't he's an Oriole right. through and through. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Well, uh, for those of you who are listening, let's see here. This is going to get published on Friday, August 11th. Kevin Brown is supposed to be back in the booth. We shall see. Fireworks will ignite. John Angelos will shoot the biggest bottle rocket out of his asshole and go, look at that. I did that. I bleed. I bleed. I shoot orange and black out of my ass, then I bleed orange and black from my sphincter where the the Roman candle burnt me. Dude, I hope I, I I'm seriously I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet over some uh, some Kevin Brown uh, I'm gonna tweet the Pee Wee Herman thing to him um, and he's been silent on Twitter as well I'm also gonna suggest that he dress up like Mr Splash and just pretend he was hanging out in the uh, the cheap seat section this whole time um, like maybe come in with some swimmies on like sorry guys I was on double duty this last few weeks I just hope he says something. It just mm. needs to be acknowledged because it's almost this is now one of those deals where if it's not acknowledged, it's actually louder than if it's left unspoken. Yeah. Here's and here's here's a good takeaway from this, too, uh, because they have they have interviewed John Miller, who still broadcast uh, Giants games, who has since 1997. He's a Hall of Famer. And I, I had read a few interviews with him about how Angelos lied about not wanting him back. And he said, you know, I didn't want to up, I didn't want to uproot my family. I had kids that were in high school, for Christ's sake, because Angelos said, well, his, his wife was from the greater San Francisco area and he wanted to move back home. And that's commendable. And Miller didn't find out about this until like a decade later. He's like, no, no, I wanted to stay in Baltimore. But anyway, he recently said, I thought that there was something compelling and romantic about being a lifelong broadcaster with a single team okay and the Orioles had had Ernie Harwell (laughs) Chuck Thompson uh and then you could talk about other you know franchises with with guys Vin Scully Christ that guy was there for 60 years in in LA Brooklyn Brooklyn in LA but anyway at 33 I didn't know he was that young or 34 he has that opportunity let's see how it unfolds yeah and I hope I, I I hope he's able to you know I just understand that owners die and broadcasters live forever, and and, and that's the truth. And and well, believe hold on. me, we just discussed Peter will live forever in a in a in a, in a face. Come on. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, fantasy aside, like no one no one remembers owners. Everyone remembers broadcasters. And 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 I think this kid Kevin Brown. I think he I think he probably he seems like the type that gets it. And uh, you know I and now like I said, he's all virtually untouchable. If he stays, I, I right. don't think that they'll be able to let him go for anything petty as long as he's not like, again, outlandish about something. But look, man, working in the radio industry, like, look, we, me and my, me and a guy I worked with actually were goofing on something the other day. And we actually had our owner, he was sitting at the bar and he literally faxed a cocktail napkin with an idea for a commercial. He wanted on the air in 30 minutes and he wanted the guy to sound like a lizard. He's like, and, and I remember old Chubb Love coming to me saying, like, dude, what the fuck does a lizard sound like? <laughs> <laughs> the voice of a lizard. Yeah. What's the voice of a lizard? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the Pee Wee Herman again turned into one at a, by one of the third or fourth installments of Cheech and Chong. I think it's the next movie or something like that. Um, oh, Christ. I was, I was going to say something else. Well, oh, this is also another thing. 
you can't God knows how long they thought they could keep this under the rug. You know what I mean? Management. You can't get away with this shit anymore. With no. social media and how they like it used to be hearsay, right? Remember back in the day before social media, I'm not saying before the internet, but you know, dial up internet and things like that. But yeah, it was like I don't know. I don't know if that nope, nope, public we're making a public announcement. He took a leave of absence for a family emergency. That's why he's only doing FM play by play. And well, like, okay, the, cool. There it is. The only reason he did the FM play by play is he's still under contract and whomever was doing that supposed to do that game got sick and couldn't go. And so they basically, he was probably sitting in his underwear, and it's like, all right, Kev, uh, you're up for radio. Like, because they didn't have it. They had no one else. And right now, Jim Palmer has COVID. He mm-hmm. was in the booth with the entire rest of the on-air broadcast team. So God knows if they're even going to be ready to go. Either way, he's getting back in that booth, whether sure. fucking Angelos likes it or not. And, look, I, I don't know. It just sucks that this is the thing. This is the thing that put us on the uh, top trend on twitter <laughs> I know. This. not not 70 wins none of that not and you're right mo- most uh most uh un, a, what is it they haven't been swept in like 72 series which is the most of the modern era yeah all these great stats that he could have read from the booth <laughs> if he was still sitting there and you're right you can't get away with this because i was even telling maria i was like man it's been a few games. I don't know where that guy is. I, I really, I really like him, and I just, just on the sideline was like started doing some Twitter research. Like, well, he's not mentioning anything. He hasn't done this, and then I forget that there's like the John Boys of the world who broke this fucking story. It's like, oh yeah, those guys get deep. Once somebody says like, hey John Boy, uh, we haven't seen our number one broadcaster in two weeks. Can you find out what's up with that? Sure can. This sounds dicey and fun. <laughs> yeah, John Boy Media does. Uh, that, that, that is a, That is an excellent little social media spin right there. And then the other thing I was going to say is that it is unique and interesting and, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, awesome that the rest of the broadcasting community stands up for their for their brethren. You know, it's not a union, but it is a uh, it is a brotherhood. It's uh, you only have so many. What, there's 30 major league teams, you have a handful of uh, national, you have your Fox, you have your TBS, and what, now you have what, Peacock does games, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's ESPN now, like. That is, that is Espen. Yeah, and then Espen does Sunday Night Baseball. Um, but my point is, there's only, there's only so many of these on-air play-by-play uh, people, because there are females involved in it now. I guess Melly, New- Melly Newman uh, is, 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 does backup for, uh, for Kevin Brown, so. Oh, well, free Kevin Brown. He's coming back tomorrow. Suck my dick. Peter Angelos. John Angelos. Actually, suck my dick from the back. Not from the front. From the reverse angle. You know how that goes. Wait, Helen. No, I don't know how that goes. I actually wanted to ask you that because you said it several times. Like, do you start, like, do the balls have to enter first and then, like, all the shaft to the tip? Like, how's that, how's that no, operate? I actually, actually haven't thought about the aesthetics of how it goes. It's always just sounded more vulgar yeah so let's let's talk about that okay yeah let's get to the bottom of let's get to the bottom of it (laughs) (laughs) the bottom of my shaft (laughs) i feel like you would have to like like get the raws on the inside of this part of your mouth and then try to really like all the way up and then get the then get the penis on the other side of the mouth like all the way it sounds painful but i feel like it's a pain you're willing to endure just to make sure that person has to do it from the back to the front see i 
I have always assumed, and maybe this is a wrongful assumption, that the disgusting part of it is is that my asshole is then mm. in play now. That <clears throat> your your nose is gonna like jam into my into my booty hole mm. uh, uh, you know, repeatedly uh, if you're doing it correctly. Yeah, I also think what? like I think you, you might be overthinking it a little more. Like I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> like like. You got folded all the way back, and then obviously the ball, like the balls, become somewhat of a hindrance potentially. Like I think it's more of just a general like your attack angle is from the back mm. instead of the normal front facing. You know what I mean? I know, but I, I I need this I need this to work for it to work. Does that make sense? Like I need to like understand how it works in order for the kind of insult to completely work. Because I get where Wes is saying, like you, you're no, like you're coming from the back. So does that mean like, you're sliding your way up and then down, or is it just like you got to really like no? Listen, side listen. Gobble. I I take I take an erection, mm-hmm. or at least soft serve style. And then tuck it between my legs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And okay. then you are you are then giving me fellatio from the back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So then you are nose first in the business area of mm-hmm. the... Uh... Yeah. Okay. All right. See? Does that make sense? That... that, that you know what? I also, <laughs> I also think part of the of approval. Oh, part of the insult is that it's very impersonal. You know what I mean? Front yeah. face of fellatio, there's like... Eye, there could be eye contact. You know, but from the back... Oh. Just, just, you know. I mean, technically, technically there is eye contact. Just yeah. not the kind you want. That's right. Yeah. The kind yeah. that gives you pain. Yes. John Fogarty sang about it by Brown Eyed Girl. That's that, what so that that's, song is that's about, about. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's not John Fogarty, but we'll take, I'll take the example. Wait, was it, was it not the guy who branched off from Credence? Yeah. No, no, no. It was, um. Oh, yeah, not not John, not Morrison. Who the fuck was it? Isn't it Van Morrison? Van Morrison. There it is. Oh, it was Van Morrison. Okay. Well, my my bad. Well, then there was that group that said, "Look into my big brown eye." A blah 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 blum. A blah 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 blum blah la 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 la. Okay. Look into my big brown eye. Somehow you're mixing four songs together, and I don't know how it works, but it's working. No. I think it's not first of all, I think that was like Shaggy. I sound like Shaggy though. Okay. I believe you. That's the song from Beetlejuice. I'm telling you, you I know no, no, Henry he, Belafonte. He's talking about, but I'm fairly certain that the whatever lyric he'd said is not the actual lyric. Continue. Look into my look, look into my big brown eyes. I mean it might be, but I don't think it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. So maybe I you know, I, it's my I inner circle. The singular it's, the same, it's the same dudes who do fucking bad boys, the cops. Bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, it's the same do? band. Okay, all right. It's not the same guys who do I want to sexual tick tock. You know, uh, look at you. You were right. I'm looking in your big brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that song's about. Christ. See, all right, middle class holes, everyone. Foxman. Alan Murr. We're going to get to a segment we haven't gotten to in a hot minute in a suck my wee wee from the back minute. I don't even know what that means. Fuck it. We're we're done with that bit. Uh, A little segment we like to call friend or foe involving a mogul that you all use probably every day. That's right. It is a mogul, I think. 
that you, I don't know if that's the right word, but either way, mogul. Well, I meant like a business, like mogul, you know, something, some, some tycoon. It is the unavoidable internet company that makes the world go round. Google is announcing that users can now ask to have their explicit photos removed from search results. Now, I actually misinterpreted this story the first way through, but I still think my friend or foe question uh, works either way. Google announced on Thursday that they're rolling out a new policy that allows people to request that their personal sexually explicit photos be removed from search results. Now, this is not exactly what I thought. I thought it meant, like, you were looking up, like, midgets in jungle outfits sucking dicks from the back uh, on the set of The Wizard of Oz, and you were like, dude, listen, I don't want anybody to find out I was looking at that shit, so could you guys just, like, you know, scramble that for my shit? But no, this is, like, actually your private photos that have made their way online. You can request to Google, like, can you guys please take this off? Quote, it's just one of the many things we're trying to do to help people feel in control of their online experience, says Google. One exception to the removal policy is that if users are actively commercializing their explicit images, it won't happen. Google previously allowed people to request the removal of explicit images that were shared without their consent. But now, even if you posted them yourself... Google will allow you to request that they uh, be removed. So my friend or foe is basically just this. Should these images be removed or the threat of them existing in uh, uh, forever online, is that shouldn't that be enough to stop you from doing it in the first place? And if there's an option to take away, to undo what you've done, might people do more perverted things in the meantime, knowing that they could have a expungement or a wipe yourself clean, <laughs> if you will. Um, so the friend or foe is this. Should Google allow this to happen or like, nope, sorry, you did it, it's done. That's 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 how this uh, cookie crumbles, my friends. So friend or foe, Wes, what do you know? I... Okay, first of all, I mean, I'm friending this simply because it, it, it does make sense. Obviously, someone, a undisclosed person who's not uh, profiting from their their nudity or nude photos or things that they've done in the past, you know what I mean? Someone at, let's just say, I don't know, Mardi Gras was on someone's shoulders, flashed their, flashed their breasts or pulled their pants down and showed their penis, and it's like, yeah, best of Mardi Gras, 07, and... And and it's it lives on the internet somewhere. Okay, that's fine. I get it. No one, uh, no normal person, no Jane or Joe should have that out there if they don't want it out there. I guess my, I just don't know how well you can police this stuff. You know what I mean? I just it just seems yeah. as though I, it, the the effort and the I guess the goal I'm friending the. The legwork that it's going to take to get this done, given how old the internet is and how many billions and billions of web pages and nude photos there are out there, I like. What are you going to do? Google interns are going to fucking peruse this and vet this and, well, and sit there and take calls like, "Hello, Google. Yes, my name's Pete Smith from Missouri. What? Uh, I had a couple photos from such and such. Need those off? Okay, got it, Mr. Smith." Perp. Well, um, you say that, but um, I know that ChatGPT and Google's got their own like AI program out there that they're that apparently is more powerful than what 
uh, OpenAI is able to produce, and mm. they're they're getting ready to do the next version, which does images. So if it's like, you know, hey, Wes Fox here, I got some, uh, I got some yeah. dick pics I'd like taken down. They just. All right, Mr. One, Fox. By we're the going... way, it's 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 one. Okay, just to just to be clear, <laughs> we're gonna run it through our AI. They're gonna find all these uh, photos. We're gonna find all these photo, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna scrub it. Um, mm-hmm. And so it I, doesn't I... have it does it doesn't have the face. It's just just the penis. Can you Ooh. AI that? I can give you. <laughs> then why would you want it removed unless it's like unflattering? I mean, if it's flattering. I'd say like let her let her stay. Dude, why does Pete? Why do people want things expunged off the record? Okay, that just prefer that be gone. Fair enough, Alan. What do you say? <laughs> I, I mean, I think I kind of agree with Wes. Like, I agree with the, like, I guess uh, the, you know, options are nice. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's fine with me. I don't really give a shit. Uh, but like, yeah, how? How are you gonna police that? Like, yeah, that's. I, I just just think it's impossible. First of all, like even with some crazy AI, like it's bound to make a mistake on human penises, or you know what I mean. Like it's 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 got mm-hmm. there's got to be a, a limit, uh, and it's gonna it's you know it's gonna pick up on fucking you know dick certain dick patterns and then just start fucking confusing itself. Like it's I don't think it's gonna work. Is all I'm saying. Okay, okay, I I, I so here is. As like my mind's unfolding on this, what if you have former adult entertainers who are no longer in the business, who then, <clears throat> who aren't making any more money off of their product or their body or their name and likeness or, you know, whatever they did previously, mm-hmm. and they want that stuff out. You know what see, I mean? I, I, and see, that's where I would draw the line because, like, you know, I told you I found Julie Andrews doing a play on Broadway, and she was probably almost sixty, but them titties were like fucking forty-one. And mm. I was just like, yeah, but you're right. Like, what if she's like, okay, listen, my career's over. I'd like that stuff taken off the internet. But you did profit from it at the time. Should that be taken down as well? I, I, I would say, personally, <laughs> I'm being a little selfish here, but I'm going with no. That should stay for all eternity, for prosperity's sake, if you will. Um, but, yeah, but, I mean, if you made your career, like, you're talking about a porn star. Like, you, you made all well, the ma- money that made you off of that then i feel like it should be public domain maybe some maybe not someone who was a a career person but maybe someone who dabbled their toe in for a year and a half and had you know let's say 12 uh 12 things online you can find then just all of a sudden was like yeah look i'm not cut out for this don't want to do this anymore i'm gonna go back to you know i'll just say regular nine to five but whatever just normal work i mean and i listen being a porn star is still work I don't want people to get it twisted. I mean, <laughs> or maybe you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. My example would be like any of those girls that got suckered into being on the Girls Gone Wild DVDs, which then got screenshot and then got shared forever. I feel like they have a case, like where they should be like, "Look, I was drunk at a college party. Some guy gave me a thousand dollars to take my top off. Mm-hmm. Can I please get those images removed?" I think that's acceptable. I think that's okay. But I guess I'm coming from, at 44 years old, I've never gotten a digital image of me or my significant other or anything like that put online. I followed the fucking rules to a T to avoid shame and disappointment in my families. So I'm almost like, no, 
you guys don't get to now be free and clear of this shit because I, I, I didn't. You know how many times I wanted to be like, hey, let's do some freaky shit. Let's bring out a camera. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't because I knew in my mind, my smart mind, this will be here forever and you will probably regret it in 10, 15, 20 years. And now they get to fucking have a do-over. They get the do-over and I never got the do. Fuck you. You're fe- you're felling it. Well, first of all, let me say, I mean, <clears throat> that was wildly different than what I thought you were going to say. Because when you said where I'm coming from, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's <laughs> about to get crazy in middle class holes. Um, so you're felling this. You're saying because you n- never once got caught in the trap that we now know of that the the information age, information era, <clears throat> phones. Uh, with cameras on them, even shitty flip phones back in the day, or you know, by the, I mean, people did have digital cameras for for a hot minute, and then you'd have to load said cameras via a USB to what some I don't even know the end anymore. Yeah, you put some crashed. work in. You put some work in. You wanted people to see those pictures. All of a sudden, you don't. What? You know, maybe maybe if they were uploaded like post iPhone era, I'll give and and but then again, like I think of people like Marissa Tomei, right? Melissa Marissa Tomei didn't take her top off until she was in her forties, and when I saw that photo, I was like, "Why'd you wait this long? You robbed all of us of like years of glory and amazingness. Those, those Hershey kisses are just glorious." Yes, we could have got my, my cousin Vinny version. Oh, Oof. Yeah, she could have done a love scene with Joe Pesci. That would have been amazing. Oh, God, I would have loved oh, to see that. Sound, and the oh, judge could have gotten in on it. We sound like creeps. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think a lot of these people are going to look back on these pictures and be like, you know, there was a time where I was a, quite the looker. Like, by the time you get to the point where you want them taken away, you probably wish you looked like that. So maybe you don't. I don't know. There so, seems to be a lot of regret. I don't think it's that hard. Like, I mean, I think we might, it might be easier than we think. And like, because think of a thing to yourselves here gentlemen i know at least i've like noticed a pattern they're like let's say some of the porn stars i watched in high school most of their material no longer on the internet can't really find it anywhere if a little bit of nostalgia i'm just typing in an old name being like hmm where'd all that go you know what i mean they successfully scri- i think it takes a little time but you, I feel like you can get your shit off if you really want it off. No, I just don't think you're looking hard enough. I could find <laughs> I, all my greats. Uh, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I agree with Wes, but I also think that, like, in order for those to exist, somebody had to take the time to digitize the VHS, then mm. upload it. Like, they, you couldn't have been their only fan. Some, like, yeah. a thousand other people who dabbled in technology had to be a fan as well in order for those pictures to make their way listen it 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 was painstaking to get a digitized version of Murr jumping off an elementary school roof and bashing his fucking ass into the ground you know that i can't imagine i've seen some of these guys uh pages on pornhub and x hamster who have like dozens upon dozens upon dozens of full-length features from like the eighties and nineties. It's like God bless you. Yeah. You, you don't you don't have a hobby. Converting them. Yeah, just you, you, that's your hobby. In that a is. hot basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a basement, eating, isn't it? Eating VCRs. <laughs> it's always I, it's always a basement. There's got to be that guy out there too who's just sitting on top of like decades. 
just decades upon decades, thousands of miles of fucking, like, just VHS cassettes, just like, <sighs> all right, tonight we're going to get through May to July of 1988. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I was going to say, it just keeps <laughs> plugging away, like, six months increments at a time. Yeah, and, dude, he's got, he's got, like, 15 VHSs set up in his basement. 15 editing stations, if you will, with converters. And he, when when he goes into work, he's like, play, 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 play. When he comes back, eject, 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 eject. They're all on fucking tube TVs. There's <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking flat screen in sight. Like, I didn't fix the tracking on this. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a Holy bitch. shit, dude. So many, just so many, like nostalgic. I, we were, we were, me and a guy at work, we're the same age, and we were talking to some kid. He's like 22, and we were just talking to him. And we we're like, dude, listen, this is why we think we know more than you. Not that we do, but we're just saying this is why we think that we didn't have the internet until we were seniors in high school, so we know a thing or two about the world before all this shit. So we're and 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 people don't know. People don't know about the tracking. People don't know about the 480i. <laughs> you know, like, they, they could get that away was, with... That was a treat. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I mean, if you could get away with, like, a, a porn star back in 1992 could wear no makeup and you'd have no problem. If that same chick got up there today, it'd just be this oily, fucking pimply mess. You wouldn't even... You'd need Viagra to get an erection from the fucking image quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, this is why we think we know more than you because yeah. we know about we know about an era of porn that you don't know about. That's interesting. That's a good sell. It's yeah. a good sell. I mean, hey, whatever you got to tell yourself. You didn't have to pull up. <laughs> you didn't have to pull up to the back of a double wide trailer at fucking twelve forty five and pray that nobody that your parents knew saw you back there, so you could sneak into a building where some guy with a face tattoo was working behind the counter for minimum wage, so that you could go up and you could buy the old rentable fucking porn Ooh. tapes. That had just been recently fucking like slightly damaged and put on a rack with no box, so you could go home and inadvertently watch gay porn. Yeah, you didn't have to deal with that. No, you knew exactly what you're getting when you wanted it. Yeah. Well, no, that's not that's not entirely true. I still had there. I still caught. I caught a tail end of the VHS era, and I did have to go into the back of a double wide trailer, but it wasn't rentals. Like you could you could purchase some smut. Uh, no, we had no. You, the ones that we bought were the ones that were like rented a thousand times over and had tracking issues, and then they put them on sale for like I don't know eight bucks a pop, and they didn't have boxes because the boxes were damaged. We'll say. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, you may be smarter than that guy. I think. I thought I think about it. I mean, yes, you never no. had to do that. <laughs> well. But, I'm going foe. You guys are going friend. Deep inside, I agree that friend is the way to go. I applaud Google for finally doing something to help its... The people who have made them billionaires, they're doing something for the people. So to that, I commend them. So the friends have it. Yeah, where you're coming from, deep inside, you've really hit the the nail on the head here with this segment. I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. My point is... I th- what I'm going to circle back to this is that I could go to a thousand, like, four, th- let's think about uh, the chive. Mm. 
Now, the chive doesn't do nudity, but I could find you something that's like the chive that does nudity with, you know, hundreds of thousands of photos of just regular women showing off their, their tatas. Okay. Like, give me an example of a website that would do this. Uh, it's been a long time since I've looked at just straight, <laughs> straight breast websites. Uh, I think once again, this is why I'm smarter than than most people. I, mm-hmm. I've moved on. I've evolved. Now that I don't have to, to like look at that stuff to, uh, to I, I don't know. But I could. I, I the ink on it. this pen's drying out, so I'm gonna need you to get something real quick. No, but I. Uh, well, to your Drive point, though, I, alternatives I could, that. No, you don't have to fucking look it up. I just wanted to know something maybe for later. But no, like okay. Consumption Junction. Do you remember that website? Yeah, of course. Yes. Wee. Whoa. Damn. People don't know. People this people don't know. That's all I'll say. But what was your point? I apologize. Well, well the, but my point is is that though there's these I don't know if don't know if they exist anymore, but there were websites dedicated to just regular people, regular hot people who weren't professionals in new showing off their their junk. I, I guarantee you these still exist. Are you gonna vet that that stuff? You know, to to the nth degree. Apparently, you say there's AI and an algorithm, and you marry these things together, and they're able to do it. Well, if you sent it, okay, let, if it's online, you probably still have the photo in your possession in some capacity. So I'd imagine okay. you would just send them that photo and be like, "Look, this photo is online. Could you scrub it, please?" Uh, okay. And All then right. they would digitize that photo and say, like, "Yeah, we'll 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 run the algorithm, and wherever it pops up, we'll fucking we'll I don't know, we'll put a virus in the code so it doesn't pop up anymore." Okay. Done. Thanks. See you later. I don't know how Google does it. I don't know how this works. I don't know how you, me, and Alan every fucking week for the last three and a half fucking years have gone through the ether of the world and fucking been able to broadcast ourselves into the fucking ear holes of tens of people. I don't know how that works, but I know it works. (laughs) I know it happens. Fives of people. (laughs) Yeah, we're up to we're up to a steady like forty to fifty downloads a week. Look at that. All right, take it. Take it. Okay. Occasionally we get like a weird spike, like once every three months. For instance, two or three weeks ago, we got a, it was like a couple hundred downloads over the course of three days. Uh, and it was people downloading every episode. What I saw was it was some, when I say one person, but multiple people downloading every episode, playing catch up. Like, wow, I like these guys. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Guys from New Zealand, you know? Good. So this nice. is Canada. Look, things like that. That's how that's how it starts. They find yeah. some they find something they like and they're like, "Oh, I like this. Let me go back and listen to thousands of hours of these morons." <laughs> and we got it. <laughs> <laughs> In spades. <laughs> all right. Let's uh well for all those listeners in Canada and New Zealand, here comes some fun fact Friday for you. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for all you fuckers on a Friday. Your mental flaws. Amazing facts. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. I'm not even going to... You know what, guys? I'm making an executive decision. I'm not going to plug the Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth until they see some growth. Um, But what (laughs) has seen some growth is the amount of people commenting and posting their pictures of their shin splints over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. And I'm actually, uh, you know what? I'm starting to turn a corner here. I've seen some people with some obvious uh, inflammation in the shin area. And I'm starting to think that maybe there might be a little something to these shin splints that uh, I'm not aware of. Of course, there's nothing that people on the internet can do for you to help you in any way, shape, or form. Nothing for a medical professional. 
or a, I don't know, a physical therapist. Uh, it's not for people who just generally run in a park during their lunch break to answer the questions for you. But if you're looking for those type of people, you can find them at the Shin Splints Recovery Group on Facebook. Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's take a picture of my shins and I'll say, hey, do you see those shin splints? What do you folks think? Yep, I can see it. I can see the splints that are in your shins from the picture that you just took. Scrub this from the faith from the internet. <laughs> I oh. do have felt pain of this nature. <laughs> what did you do? I waited it out. There you go. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know? Should you ever need a word specifically to describe being poisoned by cheese? That word would be tyrotoxism. Tyrotoxism. So as I'm breathing my last breath after some poisonous cheese, I just mutter that. Tyrotoxism. <laughs> Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. Uh, the ambulance just left the bay. Uh, why are you here? Tyrotoxism. <laughs> what the fuck did this guy just say? That's what would happen afterwards. I would... Whenever we come across these things, I legitimately want to find a medical professional and be like, hey, tyrotoxism, what you got? And see if they fucking like, oh, you were poisoned by cheese? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> like, like, maybe that should be like, maybe we should start interviewing our doctors. Instead of them just blindly taking our fucking like copays and money, we should be like, hey, I got a couple questions for you before you diagnose me. And throw shit like this at them. <sighs> I feel like you should definitely be kind of testing your doctors regularly and not just blindly paying them copays. If that's what you're doing, maybe stop that. Well, you, you know, do you start with tyrotoxism? Is that I, a, no, I'm just like, like fucking come correct. Do your own, do a little of your own research. That sounds crazy. I understand that now. I can't, you can't say those words, but I feel like you're all educated gentlemen that can fucking use a Google machine and fucking be like, okay. That's not true. That might have some basis in science. Let me ask mm. the fucking science professional. You know I what know, I mean? But, but, like, when I went, okay, and this is legitimately what happened to me. So I decided I needed oh, so to. So you ate some rotten cheese. Okay, go on. And then... <laughs> I, I legitimately decided I needed to make some lifestyle changes for me to be healthier and all this. I lost a bunch of weight. And just simply because I lost a bunch of weight, they decided, like, you're going to need an MRI and a colonoscopy and a this and a that. And I'm like, uh, and I'm scared because I'm me and I have a body that I don't know, like, why is this thing popping up on me that I didn't have before? And they're just like, yeah, have thousands upon thousands of dollars of tests to come out to which nothing came of it except for me going like, no, I started like working out every single day and eating cucumbers and tomatoes and like, like meat. Like, like, why couldn't they just say, like, good job, you're healthy, instead well, of fucking, like, scanning my body? Did you, alright, so, like, <laughs> the way that you just presented that goes, I lost a bunch of weight. My doctors were like, you're losing weight, that's suspicious, so we're gonna give you tests. Yeah. And then, after the test, you were like, I just changed my diet and exercised consistently, and they were like, oh, you could have led with that. No, like, I no, no, no. See, this is where you're wrong. I led with that, and okay. they were like, they were like, almost like, wait a second, you were too successful. 
yeah. we need to check out this bullshit. But see, then at that point, it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that because I don't feel bad. Are you just doing this because yeah. you want me to do these tests? Because but you're that's curious? The thing is, you know what I'm saying? But you're the medical professional, so like, I'm like, I'm just a dullard who puts fucking paper in metal boxes. Like, what do I know? So... I'm going to do what you tell me because you're the medical professional. And even when I went to go get the colonoscopy, like the anesthesiologist like, why didn't they send you here first? Like, I don't know. Like, well, that's dumb. Why'd they scan your whole body when we could have just looked inside of it? I'm like, that's a good point that I didn't think of until right this second. Thank you for bringing it up now. <laughs> yeah. but like, the, moral, the moral of the story is be active in your own health care, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck it. Like, yeah, I would probably have been like, nah. I'm not going to do that because, like, I don't feel like shit. I don't, like, were you there because you were having a, like, specific health issue that might have required a test? Or were you there for, like, routine and you lost some weight and they were like, mm, this is fucking strange. Like, you know what I mean? I was there because I felt like I was, like I had some inflammation in my stomach uh, and then I had a hemorrhoid that popped up out of nowhere and I've never had one. And then I was like, hey, Dr. Nagabunga Nagi, uh, this is what's happening. He's like, ooh. Let's get you an MRI. Like that's not racist, but that's fine. We'll yeah, that's what you uh, say. Uh, I know. No, no, no. I know him. I'm familiar with Doctor Nuganami. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. That kind of tracks. The colonoscopy should have went first, though. He's I, Nigerian I, and Korean. Should have been so, like, let's yeah. let's get all up in there and make sure that's all good. He's Nigerian and Korean. <laughs> that's, that's it tracks though. It tracks. Combo. Anyway. Enough about me. Let's get back to the facts. <laughs> Hold on. What? Toxoplasticity? What's the, what's the name? Uh, tyrotoxism. Tyrotoxism. So I guess tyro is like probably Latin for cheese, and toxism yeah, is like, oh, shit, I ate too much of it. <laughs> got, them, got that cheese poisoning. That's what that is. Tyro. You want to take some tyrotoxism, open your mouth and eat all the... G- I won't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> and related dairy products. <laughs> and related dairy products. <laughs> Dow. Dow. Did you know, in 2014, officials from Sonora, Mexico, compiled a list of banned baby names taken straight from the state's newborn baby registries. While citizens are no longer allowed to give the, uh, give names to their children like this one, there is at least one kid out there named RoboCop. <laughs> in, in Mexico? Yes. Wow. A, that's, that's wild. There's, there's a Latin RoboCop <laughs> in the streets. What's your name? RoboCop. That's sexy as fuck. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I... <clears throat> Listen, I know we have made fun of, because we talked about things you secretly judge other people for their kids' names, and we rattled off a bunch of kids' names, and we said this is spawning from today's white people giving their kids just fucking just god-awful names. And while I wouldn't be outright opposed to our federal government being like, all right, folks, too many of these goofball names. There's no more. And they just throw down the, of course, it's dot matrix printer paper <laughs> that just folds like oblong with the size that you can tear off. And someone just starts reading it and going through it. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, y- you can't do that. That's tyrannical. That's a dictatorship. You know, I mean, look, I mean, 
Robocop Iglesias. I mean, he just sounds like he's a nice guy, okay? I mean, what if he wants to now pursue, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement? Or singing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, did you just say his name is Robocop Iglesias? Yes. Yeah, like, like Julio did. and Enrique? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just using a common name from the I mean, friends south of the border. I think that's fine. I think I think Robocop Iglesias being a, a budding singer make good tracks. <laughs> He's like the third cousin of the fucking Julio and Enrique. Yeah, I try like please try come out of this building, or I will take your breath away. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's we should. That, that, there should be an album of that. Honestly, God, <laughs> Ro- Robocop Iglesias and the Colonel getting together for some oh, good old fashioned shit. Christmas fun. Now, now that's a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Cats will alter their vocalizations depending on what they want to communicate. Their, quote, feed me call is longer and has more energy than the lower frequency adopt me meow that you hear at the shelter, which is shorter and has an equal low and high frequency. Here comes the annual <laughs> Allen. I hate cats. Cats suck and fuck them. And they should blow yeah, them yeah, I was getting ready to be like, well, cats fucking suck. So who cares about that fact? <laughs> Next. I mean, what I will say about that is it's like, oh, animals have different sounds for different occasions. Yeah. Like, I mean, sense. it's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a nothing. I mean, even birds do that shit. Yeah. But at least they're well, they, fucking interesting. That's <laughs> because they're not they, real. That's why they're interesting. That's, that's a good true. point. That's a good point. You see these goddamn drones flying around spying on us. I will say with especially domesticated animals like that, dogs and cats in particular, I, you know, the, the people can make arguments about other things that aren't and aren't <clears throat> domesticated, but those are the, the, the two big ones. There are still every now and then tidbits. Now, what these things have been studied, researched, dissected, uh, whatever, what have you, for centuries now. And there's still some things are like, yeah, we can't figure out why they do that. You know? They, well, did, they did a lot of things back to like, those. that's instinctual. They do that because of blah, 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 blah. They act this way. They make this noise. Their tail wags this way. They look, they cock their head that way. There's still, every now and then, there's still something that they just say, eh, you know, my researchers haven't figured out why a cat licks his asshole from the back. <laughs> that's how they do it. I know, but it, I often think, too, like how there's weirdo people out there, and it's like, if you're trying to figure out why, like, a weirdo animal does a weirdo thing, like, you just might be barking up the wrong tree, you know? That's right. Yeah. A, a, a cat acts neurotic simply because nat- cats are fucking neurotic. Bingo. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Exactly. You're just a dog your does dumb things because a dog is fucking stupid. And yep. every now and then it's prone to being really fucking stupid. Yep. 100%. Wow. Yeah. I should be Caesar. Caesar Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> I am the dog whisperer. (laughs) (laughs) See it if you want to live. (laughs) Did you know, in 2013, a bowl bought at a garage sale for $3 that had been sitting in a New York City living room sold for $2.2 million at auction. It turned out that the family had bought the 11th century piece of pottery from the Northern Song Dynasty and plopped it on their mantle 
for a few years before they brought it forward. Fuck. They didn't know what they had. They just brought it up like, hey, what's this? One? We got this at a yard sale. What do you think? That's uh, worth uh, $2.2 million. <laughs> uh. This is, okay. First of all, when you said bowl, I thought maybe it was like a smoking apparatus. Yeah, okay, right. so it's just a, like a casual bowl. Uh, hold on. Th- th- wasn't there a, like a painting that someone dug up that we wasn't there a fun fact Friday like a year and a half ago where someone either bought a painting somewhere or dug up a painting in, in <clears throat> someone's uh, attic that was like went for like two or three million dollars or something. I think like we've that. had a few of these, but I think there was one that was definitely brought bought at a thrift store and then yeah, and, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's it. Just goes. It almost makes you want to get into picking. Almost. Because those are anomalies that do not happen often enough for you yeah. to fucking justify it. But is it, I mean, okay, like, give me a $40,000 one then. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but million like, dollar... look, bottom line, and this is not just my own theory, but like, if you obsess over any one thing, and I mean obsess, like, fuck your family, fuck your friends, mm-hmm. obsess. You will be wildly successful and become wealthy at that thing, whether it's picking or, I don't know, writing or fucking, like, podcasting. If you obsess and you're not an idiot, you will fucking make money doing it. It's not worth it. Make money, money, make money, (laughs) money, money. Or if you choose the wrong thing, you could blow all your money and become a homeless person. That, that too. <laughs> my obsession. obsession. My obsession stuff could work one of two ways, you know. My obsession is cat tendencies. <laughs> Getting to the bottom of them. But you know what? Some fucking dumb college, university, whatever out there will pay you like you know several thousand dollars a year to be like, okay, that's interesting. Okay, so what does the cat sound like? Uh, what's the meow with the pet smart versus? Uh, you know, at a shelter. What does it sound like? Are they the same? Are they different? Is it high pitched? Is it low pitched? Is it is it sustained or is it short? What do you what what? what? And they'll pay you money. Someone mm-hmm. will pay you money for being obsessed with dumb shit. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, just the Discovery Channel pays these guys to go out into the wild and be like, oh, I'm gonna get out my Bigfoot collar. <laughs> He's around here somewhere. Around here somewhere. <laughs> There's, Next week on Bigfoot Adventures. And there's they a South Park episode about those guys, and it's fucking phenomenal. You guys should watch it. <laughs> it's funny. You guys mock it, and you, you say he's still like he. Well, that it exists. Okay, yeah. Okay, just because the, yeah. the idiots are doing it wrong doesn't mean it's not the wrong thing to look for. Yeah. yeah. It's just the type of idiot that obsesses over Bigfoot. It's still an idiot. Just because the History Channel decided to fucking bastardize whatever, fucking, mm. you know, they started the ancient aliens to every fucking, you know, every topic. That's not our fault, all right? Yeah. I thought you you were just saying obsession's not healthy. We're not obsessed. Uh, I'm saying if you want to make money, you have to be obsessed. And it's like, do you want to all of a sudden become obsessed over finding like three dollar fucking pottery dishes to make of two million? Like, so you're, you're and not to be fa- and you're, to be fair to to the actual argument, those fucking jackasses got so obsessed with Bigfoot that they got a TV show out of it. Yeah, successful. So you're but not they, obsessed. You're complacent when you go to sleep. About somewhat about happy. Bigfoot. Uh huh. 
I'm okay. I'm I will admit crazy. that I, I I am not willing to push my entire life's worth of chips, no matter how few they yeah. are, into the fucking center of the fucking table to go look for Bigfoot. You are correct. Yeah. What about those wankers that uh, that do the show uh, uh, Secret of Something Island? See uh, Oak Island, the Curse of Oak yeah. Island. Yeah. Okay, they have a lot of money already, mm-hmm. and uh. they don't know what to do with it, and they are obsessed with this thing. And they have, un, uh, not unlimited, but th- apparently they own, like, a winery, and they own, like, construction companies out in Michigan. They are, And then they were able to convince a bunch of people to give them a bunch of money and convince the History Show to give them a, sh- a show about doing it, which funds it. And, yeah, so they're, they're, they're making money off of their obsession. And I'm obsessed with their obsession. And I want to see what the fuck's that. Bottom line, you know what? Fuck you for bringing this up. I will just say this: <laughs> whether they're not going to find any treasure, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now and put my hand up and say like I know they're not gonna find any treasure, but what they have found is that this island is significant for reasons that are obscured to the modern historical archive. Something was going on here. Lots of motherfuckers went to this place. It was a significant place in world history. And that's worth something. That's probably worth more than whatever they're trying to find at the bottom of a fucking pit. Mm. It's world history World history is worth more than a bunch of gold. Okay. The story behind the island <laughs> is worth more than what they're going to find if they find it. Fuck uh, you. Like... That's your Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> All right. We got a few... We got a few listener comments. Uh, <clears throat> this is coming... I'm doing this from my phone. I don't feel like doing it from... Uh... Uh, from my monitor here. This is from the Blue Cheese Crumble. So we were debating whether or not it's classy. Blickety Blow writes, Team Blue Cheese Crumble all the way. So just so you guys understand that. Uh, okay, I, look, I like Blue Cheese Crumble. I just don't like it on my steak. Huh? Yeah, and I don't think it makes it classy. Agreed. <laughs> uh, next is coming from, let's see here. I gotta, gotta, gotta pause this shit. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you get that tyrotoxism. Yeah, you blue cheese on your shit. Oh, duh. Sorry, guys. I think I'm going to figure it out here any second. I doubt it. What's the, what's no. the video from? What's it from? Uh, <clears throat> no, it was actually Noah's Rad who's um, saying something about... Uh, about uh, fish? Yeah, the fi- that's it. The fish jamboree. Oh, uh, nice. That's yeah, right. That's my, that's he said, not, not allowed to put shoes on. Well, what a bunch of nonsense. Alan and I expected more from you. The other two dopes, not so much. Thank you for rescuing me on that one. Yeah, no, uh, that's my cousin. Uh, and, right. yeah, I commented, like, I was fish adjacent. I just never, I couldn't do it. I don't. And yeah. then I, I also said, I don't identify as a dope. Misinformed? Perhaps. Dope? Don't identify that's as That's fair. I'll give you that. Oh, I'm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a dope. Yeah, I accept it. I, I understand that I'm a dope, but I'm also confident in my dopism. So mm. I will stand by my argument against fish, no matter how dopey I am. And there's plenty of dopes just like me out there. And I don't want to, I don't, I, you know what? I don't appreciate being dope shamed. Look, I got, I like a, a good jam as much as the next guy. Like, I'm more of like a, like an eight to fifteen minute jammer, not like a thirty five minute to three day jammer. You know what I mean? Like I, it's just a different kind of jam. I think is really what it is. 
here's where I went like really hard to one side on the jamboree here is uh the spin doctors had a couple of big hits back in like the 90s like uh the are you aware yeah yes yep I, yep i knew who they are if you want to call me baby yep. go ahead now well i was like man that's a really good song i'd like to hear what they sound like when they play it live and it was just like that 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 awesome drum intro i'm like Whoa, okay all right, is the intro going to end anytime soon? And then it doesn't. It's like five minutes to the drum intro. Ah, that was pretty cool. Fine, I guess, maybe, if you like extended drum solos. Okay, so we get into this song. And I'm like, holy shit, that is a five and a half minute fucking guitar solo. And now we're back into the song? Okay, and then it takes ten minutes to end it. I'm like, that was a 30 minute song. Yeah. That's four minutes on the radio. Yeah. I like the four minutes. Everybody else that does this, kiss my dick from the back. Yeah, mm. I get you, buddy. Okay. Yeah, he gets it too. See? Yeah. See? Last, coming in from uh, Archimime, uh, YouTube short, Mark Garcia 99 Now, we have a listener named Mark Garcia. Can't be sure or confirm or deny if this is the Mark Garcia that we know because it's 99 I no, I did, did, didn't necessarily know. Did uh, did Murr and Giannis miss the quote "wear a kid's hat" day? So they decided to make it a thing on the podcast. Uh, both hats would scream, "Give me an iron!" if they had a voice. LOL. So uh, yeah, basically just saying you guys had wrinkled ass hats. Yeah, wrinkled ass hats. Yeah. I want to flatten your face, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Say, say that shit to my face, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> is is there like is there like is there some sort of like like I don't know like a hat? So so you is had this the, wrinkle? You, you, no, no, you had your Orioles hat on. The, yeah. I think you were actually wearing that one. I'm not. The, the, uh, no, I was, I was wearing I was wearing the Orioles hat last time. So like that's probably yeah. what I'm talking about. It's a it's a it's a quote unquote like floppyish hat. You know what? Fuck like this hat. I don't even like this hat. I just wear this hat because it works for like the the lighting that's on this show. I don't like this hat. I hate this hat actually. And I know what? I bought a brand new Orioles hat, and I was like, oh, it's a low profile hat. So that means because my tiny ass head, it'll like sit nice and. Man, I haven't worn it yet because it sits too fucking high. It's like a ten gallon baseball cap. Like, why do I want that? But it's made so it's stiff, so there is no flex in it. And I'm like. I, this has now useless. I've spent, I paid forty dollars for this hat. I want to wear the hat. So you I, are in fact saying fuck Mark Garcia ninety nine. Yes. Wow. Fuck okay. you and your opinions. Yeah. Your your handle's wrong, and so is your fucking thoughts. Yep. That's that's, that's basically it. <laughs> well. If anyone's interested, Alan, tell them where you can find us. Except for Mark Garcia 99. Don't fucking follow us on at MDL class holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. And uh, please check us out for your listening pleasures on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, but not fucking Mark Garcia 99. Don't listen That's to That's right. Us. Folks, if you find yourself down in the Tampa Bay area, just know uh, a few short days ago, uh, the mayor, while on a fishing trip, found uh, 70 pounds of cocaine valued at $1.1 million. So get down there and get you some of that crystal white. <laughs> In the Florida Keys. <laughs> Key Lago, Tampa, do. where do we, do we go? 
Okay. By the, By the way. way. Listen, Wes, that is a more acceptable venture than going to fucking, like, musty-smelling old lady shops to find a fucking grandfather clock that happens to be worth, like, $7.4 million. Just go down to the Florida Keys and try to catch something. Yeah. Like a bale of cocaine. Fish you That's up. Get yourself a marlin, a mahi-mahi, or 70 pounds of yak. Yeah. That's right. It's funny. You could go into, what did you say, a musty what? I don't know, like old lady fucking like, old lady story. story. That's the, you know what I, I write the comedy movie. You walk in there, you turn around a few times, you're like, huh, I didn't know they had a mothball scent these days. That's interesting. And you just walk out. <laughs> Drop that nugget. All right, everyone. Good night. Enjoy your mid-August bullshit. <laughs> Weird sign-off. Okay. Enjoy your... Got real terse all of a sudden. Yeah. Enjoy whatever the fuck you're doing, you dickbag. Enjoy halfway through the eighth month, asshole.